Broadcasting from the third coast and recorded live at Tripod South Studios, this is The Hango Show. I need to get inside your head. I got to know if you insane. That's what, that's what Tink has to do. Like if she's going to like, rub my shoulders, uh-huh. she, she has to put her whole elbow into my shoulder to get anything moving, really. Hell yeah. I'm just so bound up. Bound up. I guess I am, dude. I just, <laughs> it's just like, uh, like when I go to the massage therapist here in town, she's like, your back feels like wood. Like it's just, it's just so rigid. There's no movement going on. She has got one of those like, those like percussion style massage yeah. guns on me just to get it loosened up enough where she can, where it's more pliable for her hands. Wow. Yeah. It's bad news. Damn concrete back. <laughs> That's what it feels like. And naughty pine. One of those <laughs> guns? Those, like those a Theragun? Theragun type yeah. thing. She has to use that on me before she can really Dig get in. to work. Just because my back won't move at all. It's like right right in here. It's really bad. Like middle of my back on the sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Hango Show. This is your host, Hango Wood, and tonight I got the boys in here, and I got Miss Alabama back, Jut and Harpoon. How y'all doing tonight? Good. Great. Good. Happy birthday, Harpoon. Oh, man. <laughs> Those jello shots earlier, celebrating. man. Give it away. <laughs> What'd you say? I said celebrating just a few days early. Yeah, but I mean, I wasn't going to see y'all again. I go back on vampire mode Thursday night, so yep. I, won't, I won't see nobody for a week. Yeah, back into the darkness. Super glad to be having another one. You know, it's a good thing. Yeah, for sure. I don't want you to stop having them. No, neither. Yeah. <laughs> That's bad news. Yeah, it's it's a, you know, like thinking back as a as a kid growing up, <clears throat> I can I can clearly remember at a time when I thought that thirty. Once you hit thirty, you were done. I figured I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> man, the road. you're man. Once you hit thirty, you're definitely on the downstroke. You know, damn, I'm thinking, damn, man, 30 was just getting started. Yeah, I mean, it's know? really when you really get into your own, really, in a lot of ways. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm just glad to be able to, you know, be functioning like I am, you know. Plus, man, I got so many great friends, man, not you guys. That old. <clears throat> not that old. You know, plus, man, I'm hanging out with you guys, and, and that's the shit, man. You know, blessed. I want to share my birthday gift. Here, knock the green <laughs> off that. You sure about that? <laughs> Why not? Pull that tab. You don't want yeah. to pull. You don't it's want to suck plug that down your throat. <laughs> Trust well, me. Well, <laughs> where's the readers? I can't even see it. Just pull it right there. I can't even see it. Talk about being old. Hell, I just handed it to you. I didn't even. You <laughs> <laughs> setting you up for I think failure. You were setting me up for that. No, well, I couldn't. Let's watch her do that with uh, the tab. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on i gotta go slow Shit. i have to be here for and, and like talk in, intelligently you're already messing ah, up for fourth gear hours. all the time fourth gear all fourth. the time <laughs> it'll just make the make the make the loop i'm all good go. i'm already set up that's a good one <laughs> <laughs> Miss Alabama did bring us some gifts tonight. Since she brought us some some good uh, some beer out of Birmingham. Yep. What was the, who's the brewery? It's Cahaba. 
Cahaba is the Cahaba brewery. Cahaba is the brewery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I like that. That blonde is, is so good. This is a trim trim tab brewery. It's already starting to get a little. <laughs> get a little trim tab. Say that three times really fast. Trim um, tab IPA you brought. Yeah. Uh, y'all are enjoying that, and I will not be touching good. it. Yeah. <laughs> Skunk ass beer. It's not, is it? You don't like a little pine saw in your beer? I don't. <laughs> I like my beer. It tastes this like one beer. Is so smooth. It, is it doesn't really... have that. Um, yeah, what do you call it? I guess like a skunky. I don't trust you. What? I'm not on the <laughs> trust scale yet. DTA, baby. Don't trust anybody. Button. I have a button and you don't trust well, I me? I can take that button off real quick. <laughs> don't say So, uh. There it is. How was your week, Miss Alabama? Start over here tonight. It's been good. Um, new news in my uh, work world. <clears throat> They had um, they let go three reps um, on the East team. Ouch. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we're all really close. So, you know, it's hard to see people go that you've been working with for a long time because we all work together and help each other out because we all definitely have different strength, you know, different strengths in, in different areas in the industry. So, you know, we get close. So, yeah, three guys right before uh, Thanksgiving lost their jobs. Gosh. Um, then they said, hey, we're, uh, <clears throat> this is based, uh, we're doing this because we're um, changing territories, changing up the territories. So I got the call. Uh, I'm going Wednesday, Thursday, which um, to get my new territory. Uh, a little mixed feelings about it, but uh, <laughs> quotas going up. Uh, of course. Bigger territory. Uh, but, you know, I told the harpoon, I said, well, let's figure it out, you know. Well, is it a whole new territory or they just add to the one you already have? Um, adding and take kind of taking away, I, I think. So I this is I haven't heard it officially yet. So, um, but they sent they started sending me leads to the George to Georgia. So Georgia leads are coming in. So I was like, oh, I guess I guess I'm getting Georgia apparently. Um, but I also covered part of Tennessee, so I think they're going to take that part of Tennessee away. So um, Mississippi, Alabama. Georgia. Yeah, that's that's so hard when you when you've when you've grown a relationship with somebody mm-hmm. and your company come in and take those away from you. Yeah. It makes it so hard. Yeah, in our industry, you know, it, it's it's eighteen months minimum is when you really get in with your customers. Right. It's, it's not one year. It's, it literally it's like that year and a half mark, and um, so you know. Year and a half, you know, I'll figure out Georgia. It's going to take me a while, but... Uh, so, like, within that year and a half, like, about, like, on average, how many times do you see somebody to build that relationship? How, how many time, How many visits does it usually take to really kind of yeah. feel like y'all are... Um, what's... <clears throat> my territory, the way I had it split up, I was trying to see everybody about every five weeks. I would, so, my territory, you know, you, you take the territory and you... Section it off. Yeah. Put it into sections. So I think initially, I think I was running about eight sections, I guess. So, you know, every, not every month, but every month and a half, you, you know, you go to that section. Um, now with Atlanta, like that's a whole other beast. I don't even know how to. It's going to be a motherfucker. Yeah. I, and my, my plan right now is to heck with Atlanta. <laughs> I'm just going to like, fuck it. I'm going to go to the. The other main areas of the state, because um, I already know there are a lot of customers, YMCA's, and um, 
that are already established in there that um, I know I will be seeing regularly. So I'm hitting all of that first, and then at some point I'll figure out how to pull in Atlanta. I don't even know how to do that. It's I hate I hate Atlanta. It's yeah. just it's so massive. You know, covers fifty miles. It's a sprawl for as far as you can see. Is it really 50 miles? It's huge. Wow. And you plan like two hours just for freaking traffic. They yeah. just... It, Anywhere you go. Atlanta is like... Atlanta is one of the worst planned cities. It started off as just Atlanta. When they started gobbling up all these little outside, like Alpharetta and Peachtree City and everywhere mm-hmm. else, and it just kept growing and growing and growing. And now it's just... The Braves aren't even in Atlanta anymore. They're in damn mm-hmm. Cobb County. You know, but that's still considered Atlanta, you know. So, yeah, they're not even in Fulton County anymore. Then they, they told us, too, that um, effective 2022, 9% increase on products. All products going up 9%. Yikes. Yeah, surcharges are coming off. We're like, okay, cool. But all, you know, product prices are going up 9%. So, um and that of, is if the product's even available. It's, it's kind of across the board, though. It's just become, <laughs> Do we you even know, have that product? the highest bidder gets it, you know, yeah. and they're going to make the money while they can. Yeah, uh, so. It makes it hard on everybody else, though, for sure. Yeah. But other than that, you know, it's been all right. Everybody's healthy. Uh, we did some yoga yesterday. Yeah. Had some fun doing some yoga. Yeah. Went down. Yeah. Check out the class. Met some of her friends. Mm-hmm. Survived. So, survived, yeah. He got, he got a, she took me to the principal's he office. Got a four out, <laughs> he got a four out of five star. Just a mm, four out of five always star Always room for rating. improvement. <laughs> right. Not kidding. Yep. They, they, they really liked him. Take a goat in there to get you that extra star. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I was, a guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. <laughs> Judd, how about you, man? How was how was your last week? Um, it was all right. Um, we're watching the... Uh, Tax bill pretty close. No, um, that's a that's bad news. Yeah, for for the vape industry, seriously bad news. Um, if that thing goes through, uh, so we're keeping an eye on it. Um, and if you're out there listening and you have not, if you're a vapor, <laughs> even if you're not, uh, call you, your you believe in freedom. <laughs> call your representatives and tell them you oppose this tax because it is. If you know somebody that vapes, it's going to be horrible uh, as far as tax goes um, because it, the, nicotine liquid is the only thing that's going to be affected by this. Of course. Tobacco, cigars, got to pass um, because they're already taxed the hell out of. Yeah. But we're not, um, depending on state. So they're trying to really make a lot of money off business that they're going to stop <laughs> pretty much. And uh, if you want to quit smoking by using vape, um, they're, they're saying, nope, you got to do it the way we want you to do it. Yeah. You can't make your own decisions. We know better. That's terrible, man. And uh, so they expect the this tax to bring in trillions of dollars in tax money. But in doing this, they're going to put everybody – out of business. Well, I mean, they can't get tax money when a business is gone. Right. You can't tax something that's not there anymore. Exactly. So. They're kind of shooting themselves in the foot. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they'd make a lot more money in the long run, man, if they just slow bleed it. You know, they'd make well, a, lot, a, lot, a lot more money in the long would, run if, if they, they just they leave would it alone. <laughs> fairly regulate it like they should have done in the first place, we wouldn't be here. Well, the thing, I mean, 
you know, the vape industry has kind of regulated itself. They've had we had to, yeah, yeah, and, and it's worked, right? But no, the government's got to stick their big fat nose in the middle of everything, right? And try to regulate something they know absolutely nothing, nothing about. about. Yep, yep. Imagine that. That's uh, that's what they do best. Yep. Government. Harpoon, what about you, man? Anything crazy going on besides goat yoga or goatless yoga? Goatless yoga, man, that's the shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Um, so, you know, man, uh, my employee shortage, you know, was recently corrected by one of my guys coming back. Hey, you know, got a winner. Jay, you know, Jay, he, he had broke his ankle into the summer. Um, he was out for right at three months and came back and <laughs> he just put his two week notice in. No, <laughs> you're going the wrong way. <laughs> I know. I know. And um, so he's his. The deal is he's he's looking to go back to college. He took a semester off. Of course, the whole semester, man, he played around with a damn broke ankle, basically. Um, but he's he's got a buddy that works at the local Lowe's, and he's like, man, we'll get I'll get you home. They they give you pretty much unlimited hours. Start you at like twelve bucks, and you'll be down here, and you could ride to work with me, and blah blah. So. You know, I told him, I said, look, man, I can't really blame you, but damn, I hate you're leaving. Yeah. You know, shit fire, man. I mean, I was just getting to a point, man, where, you know, I was calm. At work. Things were manageable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, nobody likes being at work with me, man, when I'm all strung out. It's like, know. dude, I remembered your name. <laughs> yeah, right. You made it this far. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, he said, man, this was the quickest two years I can remember. <laughs> I was like, damn, dude, you've been here two years. So, yeah, anyway, man, so that's the deal, man. Just going back into crazy mode at work shortly. Had some catering, had some other things going on this week, but, you know, just, you know. Same I, old, tried same old. I tried the popcorn for the first time. What you think? <clears throat> Very pretty, good. Pretty tasty. I say caramel. 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 Your caramel popcorn. You sound like tink. It was very good. So I don't hear your, your bougie-ass accent. <laughs> It's caramel, damn it. Not caramel. Like caramel. caramel. You're putting four fucking syllables in a one syllable word. That's what I do. That and, caramel. Uh, uh, kettle corn, though. I think kettle corn's like, that's my fave. Yeah, yeah. that's really good. Very good. Yeah. Tried the popcorn for the first time. It, it does the trick for sure. Yeah. All right. So I got some housekeeping to take care of. I didn't mention it last week. Um, but for my birthday, Miss Brandy. Mm-hmm. Bought me a plot of land in Ireland, like a one by one meter square of land in Ireland. Fuck. So now I am I am legally a lord of Kerry because I'm a landowner now in Ireland. And what is Kerry? The, the it's a county in Ireland. Yeah, there you go. yeah. Wow. So I'm a lord of county county Kerry. Yeah. So I'll, I'll be I'll be toting that that title. I'll be expected to be called that. It's Lord Hango for now on. Um, so I meant to mention that last week until you forgot. Thank you, Brandy. I love you. So when when you're looking at the country on a map, where is that located? Cary is kind of central and, and to the south, I believe. If I'm not mistaken, I believe it's where it's at. I got you. Yeah, uh, the Cork and Cary Mountains. Yeah, are, so I was going to say about. it's next to Cork. Is that like a yeah. bucket li- list trip? We've been there. To Ireland? Oh, have you really? Absolutely. Oh my God, me too. Yeah. <laughs> wait, you wait, really? Yeah, me and him, me yeah. and him and our wives went. Mm-hmm. So how was that? 2010? Like amazing. 2010. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was pretty did baller. It, did yeah. you like do a uh, like a 
like a tour type thing? We like, did one day. We went out to the Cliffs of Moore one day. Wow. Uh, but we stayed in Dublin wow. and drank a lot of Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> a shit ton of Guinness. <laughs> so then you don't remember the trip. No, I do. Like our our oh, fourth okay. day, our every fourth second. Day, every second of it. Yeah. Awesome. Every sip, I remember do you have that. Pictures? Shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's a photographer. Wait, no, I didn't know that. I knew yeah. he was a drummer. Yeah, he's, a, a, he's a jack too? of all trades. Real renaissance man. <laughs> a tinker, uh, a little. Okay. Yeah. We, um, like the third day there, Tink looked at me and goes, the Coke just tastes weird here. I'm like, I hadn't been drinking Coke. It's either been Jameson or Guinness is all I've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> they have soda here? <laughs> Fuck Coke. Did they have ice? I heard like that. I was watching, so I was talking to one of my friends. She'd been to Europe and they were saying they didn't have ice. Well, that's Europe. That's. Oh, yeah, I didn't know if like Ireland frogs from Europe. They don't do do iced tea. (laughs) No, it's all hot. You get hot tea. It's only hot tea. tea. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, who who fucking cares when you have Guinness? Because Nancy (laughs) Nancy asked for uh, sweet tea. No, she did. At the restaurant. Yeah, we were there. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, we went to the one like Americanized restaurant while we were there. That TGI Fridays or whatever. It was. I think it was an Applebee's. Actually. Okay, it was one of the two. So yeah, it was one of the like two. Applebee's. But we we were all there. Like, and she said, "Do you have sweet tea?" And they were like, "What? What? What, the, what is that?" <laughs> <Say> it again. <laughs> well, you ain't got to go out of the country to to find that uh, shit, man. Yeah, it's like never mind. <laughs> And the guys Go. in the Northeast are like, sweet tea, what? Yeah, that's for sure. No, it, uh, have you been to Ireland before? No. It's, um, Mm-mm. it's, it's, I would um, love to. yeah. You like Guinness? Mm, Not really. No. The Guinness there is like a, at the time, all the Guinness was imported from Dublin. So all the Guinness you get in America is from Dublin. Okay. And so when we got to Ireland and we ordered a Guinness, it was like drinking milk from the cow's tit. Wow. It was thicker and creamier and had a hell of a lot more alcohol in it than what we get over here. I guess so, yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. I, I, I told the bartender, I said, this is so much better than drinking a Guinness at home. He said, yeah, we've been told that Guinness really doesn't travel well. Mm. I was, mm. And he said, yeah, he goes, this is this is the main brewery. They have that one there at St. James Gate in Dublin, and they've got another one in Africa somewhere. Where they make you different, you, you don't pay attention on the tour. No, I was there to learn, sir. <laughs> I, I barely remember yesterday. <laughs> yeah, they have they have one in 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 Africa, um, and because they have different they have different Guinnesses they provide for like Africa and the Caribbean countries. Uh, it's like an extra dark stout or something. I had one of those in, in the Bahamas. It's really good. Do they have formaldehyde in them? No, formaldehyde. No, it's like all vaping. As a, as, a, as a preservative. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, um, but yeah, but now they've got a Guinness brewery in the U.S. now, in, uh, just like in between Baltimore and D.C. Okay. They've got a, a brand new one up there. Uh, it has like a restaurant in it. We had that restaurant there. The one in, Dude, remember, it was great. It was so God. fucking good. They had a restaurant in the at the brewery in in Dublin. That's where the infamous what was on the menu? Guinness in front of Nancy's face happened. <laughs> <laughs> he had a Guinness. I was like, let me get a picture of y'all. He like held his Guinness up in front in front of Nancy's face after the picture. <laughs> you see like her hands like holding his arm, trying to pull his hand down. Get this big sheet and grin on his face. So good. good so, time. what was the coolest thing you ate while you were there? Mm. Or unusual or different? That that pork chop I ate. We went out to, to the Cliffs Doolin. of War. We were in Doolin. That was so yeah. fucking good. 
Took a suck pork to chops like pork chop though. Like, did no, you have no, no, anything no. like stuffed oh, that, stomach that, goat? No, no, that's like Scotland. Talking about like haggis oh, and know. stuff. Yeah I, yeah, I don't know. I've never been over there, so nothing um, like that. No, it was all pretty much just pub grub type stuff we had. Okay. Um, it was their meat is way better than ours though. Yeah, well, they don't import any meat. Uh, yeah, it's all she's all there. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Every just, time. Get out. You just left yourself wide open for that one, Jeff. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving yourself wide open. Um, yeah, like all the all the beef you have in Ireland mm. is from Ireland because of all the mad cow stuff yeah. in the UK. They don't import any beef. Um, so all the all the meat was fantastic. So is there like a like a traditional dish? In, in Ireland, like something Irish is. breakfast is a big thing. What is that? It's like um, eggs and beans, uh, mushrooms, tomato, uh, uh, blood pudding, uh, sausage. Blood pudding. It's like a like a dry sausage. Oh, okay. Where they like put the like pigs, like, you know they all the good stuff mixed together. <laughs> You know the sausage is made. Keep they crank going. It, they crank what it kind out. of sausage are you talking about? <laughs> All the sausage. All right. Um, I think the best the, the best thing I had while we were there was the at the brewery uh, in the restaurant in the brewery. Um, the uh, it was just mashed potatoes and meat. The Guinness stew. Just, yeah. The yeah. Guinness. Yeah. Oh my okay. god. It's like a beef stew, Man. maybe like with Guinness. Yeah. Over, oh my god. Surely there was potatoes. a dish with potatoes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Like an incredible dish with potatoes. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. And cool. the, uh, that's, the that's awesome. The tour that. bus drivers were hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah. They had that these hot and bomb. smarter than any history teacher we have <laughs> in America. <laughs> they had like these. Uh, we had like a we bought like a Dublin pass, uh-huh. and it was good for like five days, <clears throat> and it included like these hop on hop off buses you could take around town, mm-hmm. and certain ones of like you get on the international one, it was just like a voiceover of what you were seeing on the drive. Mm-hmm. If you get on like the English ones, Connor, <laughs> the bus drivers would would give you the what was going on, and um, some of the bus drivers were really hilarious because uh, they were talking about one. I remember we, he picked us up from Guinness. He said, "As you know, in Ireland, we've had a lot of conflict over the years over religion." He said, "It's the same in my family. Uh, I'm a Catholic, and my, my mother in law is the Antichrist." <laughs> you know. Real, real, real knee slapper. <laughs> um, so, yep. Thanks to Brandy for my land in Ireland. Cool. Um, congratulations, Lord. You're welcome. Now, did she buy it with crypto? <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> <laughs> Two million Doge coins. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Nothing really happened at work. Had a had a pretty calm. Had to do a few extra runs, but everything was pretty much calm. Nobody was being an asshole. So. I was happy. Um, in sports, all the college coaches have been going around around the carousel. Um, Brian Kelly has left Notre Dame, and he's went to LSU now. Uh, Notre Dame promoted. Uh, promoted. 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 <laughs> Can I help you over that? If you're going to talk, talk into the microphone. You said promoted. Promoted. Uh, Notre Dame promoted uh, Marcus Freeman. Excuse me. Who um, was a defensive coordinator, young, thirty-five years old, young guy. Um, his first head coaching job, I think. Uh, first head coach in his Notre Dame. Yeah, no shit. shit. Yeah, right. Um, wow. 
So uh, that's like our. I'm excited about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm ready to see what he can do with that program. Well, word is like the the team pretty much told 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 the administration he's who we want. If you want us here, he's the coach we want. So how was their record this year? I mean, how they oh, do? They, they were, were eleven and one. Eleven and one. And they got rid of the head coach. No, he left. He left. He packed his shit and left. But after I saw the details, I can see why. <laughs> $95 million over 10 years. Yeah. Oh, at LSU? Yeah. yeah. They said, well, with all of and the... And he's um, 60. Yeah. He's 60 years old. And with all of the um, incentives in it, uh, he could be making... This this contract could end up paying out $110 million. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma's coach left. Was it Riley? Riley. Yeah, Lincoln right. Riley. He he's left. going to USC, right? Yeah. Did yeah. you see his contract? No. Okay. It's ridiculous. I'm sure. They they um I think his was right at a hundred million dollars. Plus, they were gonna buy both his houses he had in Oklahoma at five hundred thousand above asking price. So that's another oh. million he was getting. <laughs> then plus they're buying him a six million dollar house in LA for him and his family. Plus, so a one bedroom apartment, <laughs> a studio. <laughs> Plus, he gets twenty four hour access to a private plane. What in the world is that? Wow. <laughs> so yeah, so he he cashed in. Uh, Ole Miss signed uh, Lane Kiffin to an extension. How long was that? Uh, I don't know. I think the to- it was it was a total of like I forget how much it was. Because nobody gives a shit about Ole Miss. Fuck them. Um, I think it was Dang. it was like right around seven million a year. You know, so well, it yeah. seems like man, most of the top guys are making you know seven to ten, seven to twelve. Dude, college football coaching the 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 money is just retarded right now. Absolutely, these college coaches are making more than NFL coaches are. It's just crazy because Brian. They were talking to Brian Kelly before the whole LSU thing came out. Is there any chance of you leaving? He's like, "Well, if the fairy godmother came down and gave me a check for two hundred fifty million dollars. I'd at least let my wife look at it first, and then the next week, LSU's like, how about a hundred million? He's like, all right, <laughs> he backed his shit and left. <laughs> yeah. You know. So are they not going to a bowl or anything? They got, the, yeah. they got the Fiesta Bowl. The Fiesta Bowl. They're playing Oklahoma State in the Fiesta Bowl this year. So is he not going to be there for that? Nope. nope. Wow! Yeah, it'll, it'll, be, le- it'll be Marcus Freeman. He been he he's the winningest coach in Notre Dame history. He just beat Newt Rockney's record this year. This year, yeah. Holy smokes! I mean, he he. he I thought he was going to retire there. I honestly did, because he always said, "This is my dream job. This is where I want to be." You know, obviously his dreams a hundred million dollars. Yeah, well, I don't mean <laughs> more. His new dream needs to be working on his southern accent because I saw. Uh, that, oh my god. <laughs> Me and my family. Yeah, family. <laughs> We're just so happy to be here. He went to an LSU <laughs> basketball game and went out and talked to like, the crowd. I'm here with my family. Like, oh, shit. He's like from New Hampshire so yeah. originally. So he's trying extra hard to be. I think uh, Pat McAfee had a really good take on it. He, get, he gets to Baton Rouge, okay, and they spend from 7 o'clock that morning until Seven o'clock that night, probably before we went to the game, he was in every booster's office, every administrator's office. So he's just getting 
coon-ass Cajun accent in his face all fucking day. And sure as shit, he probably picks. We were in Ireland like our third day. I said something with a little bit of a brogue. And Nancy goes, what the fuck was that? I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, had been, he had just been hitting for 12 hours straight. Oh, it was getting, bad. Getting all this southern accent in his head. And he got out there was talking to me and my family. I was like, oh, shit, Brian. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so. That, I, fi- I figured it was kind of one of those things like. You know when you slow down when you're talking to like Mexicans, some people, some people slow down. And it's like, hey, can you understand me? Not mom. Mom talks. Mom yells at him. Yeah, I'm like that's your volume's not going to help him understand anything. Yeah. But, <laughs> that's what that somebody needs is for you to yell it. Yep. God. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Oh, I got some good articles for you. You ready? This one came up last night dun, dun, dun. in Gloucester, England. Bomb squad called to the hospital after a man gets a World War II mortar round stuck in his butt. There you go, man. See, See we're off to a hot start today. Gosh, damn. Why stuck would you stick that so bitch in your ass? I mean, I've heard of girls having a bomb ass. Does that vibrate? But this... <laughs> A little too much. Damn it, dude. I you know that somebody was all rusty and shit? <laughs> I was snagging ass hair on the way uh-huh. in. Oh, oh my God. Just not a bomb disposal team was called to an English hospital Wednesday morning after a, man, after a man arrived with an unexploded World War II mortar stuck in his rectum. According to The Sun, the patient was a military enthusiast and had the round as part of a private collection. He said he put it on the floor. And he slipped and fell on it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> just walking by with his ass greased Whoopsie. up. Whoopsies. Yeah. It just so happens. <laughs> a source at the Gloucester Royal Hospital told the newspaper. Police responded to the report of a patient that had uh, presented. I don't make any sense. Report of a patient that had presented with a munition in his rectum. Later identified the round as a 57-millimeter World War II Good shell God. that was fired from an anti-tank gun. Wrecked them. Damn near killed them. <laughs> <laughs> the bomb squad from the 11 Explosive Ordnance Disposal Regiment was called in to retrieve the device. The item had been removed prior to the police's arrival, and the Army's Explosive Ordnance Disposal Team was contacted, a spokesperson said. The hospital staff... Uh, was able to remove the mortar from the patient. They confirmed it was not a live or piece of ordinance and therefore not a danger to the public. That's just crazy. We should have called it World War Number Two. (laughs) (laughs) That was definitely a fly zone. That was not a no fly zone. I'm going to add that there's probably a video of that somewhere. I don't want to see it. (laughs) No. But, sir, if you have it, I'll pay good money for it. There's a video. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's like the that's the exact excuse everybody says. I just slipped and I slipped and just fell back on it. It just wound up in my asshole. You know, you would think, you know, now I don't. I guess it's just me being a, a some sort of a sensible human, but I guess you probably don't have that quality, man. If you're slipping, you know, ammo in your ass, <laughs> but uh, I would just be thinking, you know, hey, look, if there's any possibility, man, to get this some bitch out of my grip and lost. I mean, why not damn tie something to it? You know, have like a tug string or something. <laughs> you, could, 
You know, you get they'll tug them, tug a war with your asshole. <laughs> but you know how big a fifty-seven millimeter round is? No, I have Dude, no idea. It's like it's, yeah. it's a anti-tank round. It's like this big. How's that even possible? I mean, how's that? I mean, how's he that? He slipped and fell on it. There's a lot of when you fall. There's a lot of pressure coming down I'm the top of it. Assuming mm. that he fell like off a three-story building. Or <laughs> <laughs> Man, damn! I'm gonna call you private suppository. <laughs> San Francisco suspends cannabis tax to help dispensaries compete with drug dealers. Bingo. An ordinance suspending the San Francisco cannabis business tax was unanimously approved by city supervisors Tuesday. San Francisco supervisor Raphael Mandelman. Sure. The ordinance's author said in a statement suspending the business tax on cannabis will help support legal cannabis retailers as he struggled to compete with illegal cannabis sellers. That's what we said from the get-go. Why am I going to pay all these high taxes on weed when I can go to the same guy I've been going to for the last 15 years yeah. who's always had the same stuff I've always wanted? See, that's the problem with the whole legalization thing. I think marijuana should be taxed like tomatoes are. Sure, Sales tax. Right. Yeah, You know what I mean? But no, they got the alleys. Since we since we had to regulate it for so long, not even regulate, since we had to keep it illegal for so long, now we got to tax people for the privilege of actually buying it legally. Well, fuck you. They've been buying it illegally for years. Why are they going to go pay extra money now just because you you can know what you're getting? No, go fuck yourself. Give nice. a shit about that. I mean, I could I could see if it was like a like a convenience markup. You know, just like having your easy access, you know, you wouldn't have to go find a guy or whatever if you weren't in the loop. You know, you just pay more for it. But, I mean, you're taxing the hell out of your stuff, man. I mean, you know, damn. That's just crazy to me. uh, If it's for somebody who's getting actual medical marijuana and they want to know what their dosage is going to be to help treat whatever they're going through, I understand buying it from an actual dispensary then. But if I'm just Joe Pothead and I've been buying from from Shaggy down the street for the last ten years who grows his own shit and it's always the same and I always I always know what I'm gonna get from it, why am I gonna go become some weed bro who wants to go in and look at all the crystals behind the the the, the you see these not the setups they have in those? Yeah. They have like the weed up under a microscope so you can see all the crystals and shit on Get over yourself. It's no it's like it's like the, the craft beer guys. Can I tell you a story about um, the pot stores? Please do. Out when I'm um, out at work. So my work is either Washington State or California. So one of the first times I went out to Washington, um, you know, of course, we all went to the marijuana store and, you know, looked around on everything they had. But then right next, this is the story, right next to the marijuana store is a cuddle shop. So there are things out in Washington called cuddle shops. And uh, I don't know. I see. I can tell that look on your face. I'm just trying to feel your So what this. a cuddle shop is, is where you actually pay money to have somebody cuddle you. Oh, shit. Not happy. Not happy. Y'all are ending, paying for now on. Fuck not, y'all. <laughs> not happy ending cuddling. Yeah, just but just made to hug you. Snuggling and cuddling. And so when you go to the website of these these stores, I mean, like, you can look up Jet. Jet. He's holding his teddy bear, and he's like, I love to spoon. I'm good at spooning. And there's a whole, like, 
like menu, like description of Jut as a cuddler, and then you know harpoons. You read his description. You get to pick your cuddler. You get timed. You pay thirty minutes to snuggle. I don't know. Throw in a weighted blanket while you, while you're cuddling. But yeah, right. Typically, right next to the marijuana stores, pot stores are cuddling stores. So it's a place you'll get a nap. Why is the West Coast so fucking weird? <laughs> Could be worse. Could be furry cuddlers. Just get super high and then just go get loved on. Go get loved on. <clears throat> I think I've missed yeah. my call. I'm a I'm a damn good cuddler. I wonder what they got paid in hours. What I wanted to know. Yeah. I, I, I mean, depends on what you want. Good money. Come here, I'm gonna snuggle with you. You wanna be the big spoon or the little spoon? I'm always big spoon. Big spoon. Can you imagine <laughs> trying to open a shop like that here? Could you imagine somebody trying to small trying to little spoon me? <laughs> you retarded that would look. I don't know, man. They may set you up with somebody if you ever go to jail. <laughs> Come here, boy. I'm the big Come spoon, here, damn it. You're going to be the like little spoon wearing, today. It looked like you were wearing a backpack. <laughs> Tink tries to pull the little spoon shit on me sometimes. Like, ah! Get off me. I'm the big spoon. Get off me, bitch. I'm watching church. Yeah, that was... Oh, my God. You ever heard that story, have you? Oh, shit. Thanks, Jut. Um... When me and Tink have been seeing each other for a little while, she came came up one weekend, spent the weekend with me. And in, our, in the house I was in at the time, my TV was like uh, on the left hand side of the bed, you know, not right next to it, but kind of at the at the far left end corner of the beds where the TV was set up. And so when she would come stay with me, I let her sleep on the left hand side. So if we're trying to watch TV, she's not trying to look over. Me, right. you know, <laughs> trying to top the mountain. And so one Sunday morning, uh, I had turned on the TV and had rolled over on my side. Well, she was laying there. Well, she, I didn't even know what was on the TV. I was turning the TV on. Well, she rolled over and was like in my face. And I said, get off me, bitch. I'm trying to watch church because church was on TV. <laughs> and that has, and she was like, fuck you. I'm trying to love on you. And you're like, get off me. I want to watch church. So, <laughs> yeah. that line so still should I stop giving you a together. handy? <laughs> All right. A webcam model accidentally shoots herself in the vagina with a nine millimeter handgun during a video shoot. A Georgia webcam model. What's that? You can't make it. No, you can't. A Georgia one holding it. <laughs> a Georgia webcam model was left with serious injuries after she accidentally shot herself in the genitals in a pornographic video going horribly wrong. Lauren Hunter Damon, they gave her whole name, 27, is said to have accidentally fired a 9mm handgun while alone in her bedroom on November 9th, according to Upson County Police. Sadly, it looks like she has a long road to recovery ahead of her. Here she is. There is a picture. That's her. Oh. Yeah. Showing off her assets. Um, while it's unclear why Damon had a loaded 9mm handgun in her possession in the first place or why she felt the need to incorporate it into one of her videos, it was still lucky her housemates were home at the time of the accident and were able to stay with her while waiting for the police. Roommate Jordan Allen heard the shot and went to see what happened, and Damon began apologizing profusely. Yeah. So she should team up with Mortar and make what I video. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> did she accidentally fall on that? No, I don't think she did. 
That's I think, crazy. I think it was pretty intentional. Wait, why would you have a loaded gun? Uh, you know? Why would you have it out swinging it around wildly? That's what I'm saying. I mean, why, why, you got to make sure, man, shit ain't loaded or got one in the chamber. Anyway. No pun intended. <laughs> so I watched a uh, <laughs> having one in the chamber. He said one in the chamber. Yeah. Well, she got one. She got a hot load, all right. (laughs) There it is. There it is. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, man. All right. I watched a video of the day about these TikTok kids. And have you seen the ones who have started, like, getting ticks? Like, you know how some people have, like, a a twitch in their eye? like a twitch. Or or they make, like, a, a noise... Yeah. Um, some of these TikTok kids have watched so many of these videos of people with like Tourette's. Right, they've picked these ticks up. What? And doctors have started looking into it. Um, and they say it's, they think it's a form of Munchausen. You know what Munchausen is? Munchausen is when you think you have something. Um, like Munchausen by proxy is when a parent convinces their kid that they have cancer or something to try to get sympathy. I've heard of that. Okay, people, I didn't know that's what it was called. Though. Yeah, Munchausen's when you you obsess over a certain disease or something so much that because you're wanting the sympathy people get from it. Oh, and doctors are calling this Munchausen by internet because wow. kids have went down these holes watching this shit so much they've developed the same symptoms for these conditions that they don't even have, but they see the likes and views these people are getting on TikTok, And so they're picking up these ticks inadvertently. in a lot of times just because they crave that attention people get from it. Be much easier, man, just to pick up an accent, <laughs> you know, like in Ireland or in Cajun country versus a tick. Like, this is some fucking bullshit. This is what it's come to. Kids have spent so much time watching this shit nonstop. They're picking this shit up. I need to find the video and send it to you because it's, it's crazy. It's wow. <clears throat> but there's a bunch of people on TikTok who claim that they have a dissociative identity disorder, that they have multiple personality type shit. That's become all the rage now, and so and, and it's people faking having all these mental disorders just to get likes and views. It's some of the re- most retarded shit you've ever seen in your life. Man, I, I, honestly, I mean, just from the small amount of interaction that I have with younger, I mean, you know, 20 to teenage type kids, I mean, shit, I had, a, I had so much man didn't know how to hold a broom. So, I right. mean, I, I really don't, I really don't doubt the fact that they're picking up this type of stupid shit. I mean, that's just crazy to me. All of it. Also, do you see about the guy at the Atlanta airport with a gun the other day? I hate that airport. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. Uh, a guy was going through security. And they went to open his bag and check it. And when they opened it up, he had a handgun sitting in his bag. And it was like he realized he had left the gun in the bag. And so he went to grab it. And when he grabbed it, he fired the gun off. <laughs> and like ran out of the airport and left his bag and everything behind which had all his identification in it. <laughs> he should do porn. <laughs> 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 Shit. 
<laughs> so yeah, I don't know if you saw it or not. Uh-uh. Yeah, like they opened up the bag. He's like, oh shit, pow! <laughs> Took off running through the airport, airport out the front door, going to his car. Damn. Yeah. What happened to it? They found him. <laughs> they had all, yeah, had all his ID in the bag. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> damn. I oh. Ubered from the Atlanta airport back to Birmingham, Alabama. Damn. How fun was that? Guy's name, oh, William from Jackson. I said, hey, William. said, they don't have a rental car for me. It's like 12, 12 o'clock at night. I said, I'm not staying oh in Atlanta. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Harpoon, Harpoon knows this story. I'm not staying in Atlanta. I want to get to Birmingham. I said, you know, that's like, that's kind of a long drive. He's like, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I was like, all right, let's do this. It was 150 bucks to Uber it's better what from I Atlanta it was be. to, Same here. to Birmingham. <laughs> I Rental like, car was over $300. I thought it'd be at least like a three or $400 trip. Mm-mm. No, it was only 150 bucks. There's some well, company will pay for it, but you know, I get there to Atlanta. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. I get, go to the rental place. I'm like, cause I had rented one cause I knew, shit was going to go down with all the traveling I was going through. So when I was in Houston, I rented the vehicle online. So I get down to Atlanta. I'm sorry. Our online was not accurate. I won't have a rental car. I'm like by myself in Atlanta airport, 12 o'clock at night. Anyway, William from Atlanta Ubered me back on phone with my mom. I had my mace in my hand. I was like, this is either going to like turn out fine. William's a good Christian gentleman. Or I'm going to be like one of those murder mystery type, you know, <laughs> bodies chopped up, never, you know, whatever. Anyway, yeah. So just so you know, you can Uber from Atlanta to Birmingham for about 150 bucks. It's not a bad deal. It really wasn't. He was, he was okay. Well, I will say this. He was getting tired. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was getting tired late at night. Come on, William. You know, and I'm like, he's like, he'd go like, he'd kind of be like, no, no, William. And I'd be like going, hey, mom, like, you know, trying to, you know, talk with anybody. There you go. Damn. I don't. Why? I don't get the people who. Why? Why, why are you going to work? Why are you going to agree to to that fair and work that late if you can't stay awake? <laughs> I mean, if it's midnight and I'm in Atlanta and somebody goes, "Hey, drive me to Birmingham," and I'm like two hours from going to bed, don't take the fair. Yeah, that was a horrible trip. I think it was like 24 hours by the time I from the time I started in California by the time I got home. Yeah, it's pretty much an all day deal. That was when we were trying to. To, um, one of the first times we were trying to meet was that weekend. Meet. Meet up. They say. M-E-A-T. <laughs> Capital M. E-A-T. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, anyway. I've missed one flight in my entire life. And I was in Atlanta when I missed it. Yeah. And it wasn't my fault. It's the first time I we went to the Bahamas and Hurricane Sandy came through. Well, Hurricane Sandy had been gone a couple of days when we get ready to leave Nassau to fly back. The good thing about flying out of Nassau is you clear U.S. customs in Nassau. So when you get to Atlanta, it's like get off a domestic flight. You go wherever. And uh, tank book the flights because I have all the trust in the world for them. And it was a 52-minute layover. I didn't know this, so it was time to come back. Because I like a good... A hour good hour and a half, half hour two and a half. hours. You gotta you know, have an hour and a half. Yep. That's where I want to shoot for. Anything under an hour, you're like, Ooh. you're you're yeah, you're walking the tightrope. Yeah. And so, we get there, two female plot pilots on this plane. I'm like, we're not going to make it. <laughs> These bitches are going to drag ass around and not get us back to Atlanta in time. And guess who was right? 
this guy. Wow. Because I'm 40 and I'm a man. Oh, you want that one? Yeah. I'm a man. Oh, I'm, I'm 40. Oh, I flipped it. Yeah. There, we go. there you go. Um, yeah, they, they drug ass around. They, they drove in third gear in the left-hand lane all the way back to Atlanta in the sky, taking their time. <laughs> they, were, they were like 30 minutes late taking off. Oh, it's because of the hurricane. Like, Bitch, the hurricane's on the East Coast now. Right. We can fly around that shit. We ain't going that way. Go the other way. And so she gave us the scenic tour of the flyover of Florida, apparently. And we get back there, and sure as shit, we missed the flight. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, mm-hmm. so we got to stay at the the airport Clarion Lodge that night. <laughs> I had like it was a uh, like corn husk in the in the mattress, you know. And I got the I got the nice care package from Delta with a t shirt you could see through, you know, for your change of clothes. Like I'm not gonna wear this shit. Rip it. It's like a piece of paper. Just Damn. put it up in there. Yeah, we got the first flight back out. Next morning, so it was it was fine. Um, there's a show you need to watch on Netflix called Untold Crimes and Penalties. Have y'all seen anything about it? It's it's really good. I think Netflix is doing this whole series of untold stuff, like kind of like the thirty for thirties from ESPN. Right. They're they're kind of doing their own thing with it. It's about this uh, this dude in Danbury, Connecticut, and he is the guy that they based Tony Soprano on. He owns like a big waste management business up. Did you ever watch Sopranos? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, he's got a big waste management business business up there. His son's name is AJ. Wow. I mean, it's like pretty much. Just, you know, he's got a signed picture in his office from from uh, Gallifini. Gallifini to the real Tony Soprano. You know, um, he was involved with one of the crime families in New York. Had done time. <laughs> these crime families in New York and his son growing up really got into hockey and played like he was an enforcer in high school guys who went out and just laid laid hits on people and picked fights all that kind of stuff and like his senior year of high school he went to check this guy and hit him dude's helmet popped off <laughs> you know what I mean? he, he laid this dude out well he kind of he went down kind of when he hit the guy and went, went to get up he couldn't stand up like couldn't he couldn't get his legs to work and it messed something up in his leg, and they said, you know, we don't we'll have to do a surgery on you, you know, but it's going to be kind of the end of your, your playing career. Holy and smart. so he was bummed out because he was 17, couldn't play hockey anymore. <coughs> so uh, a couple weeks went by, and he got to school one day. Everybody was like, congrats, AJ, we heard the news. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, the paper, handing me the paper. His dad had bought him a franchise for this minor league hockey team in Danbury. And made him the president and general manager of it. So here they got this minor league hockey team in this town now, and this seventeen year old kid is running it. And he went to like hiring like a bunch of goons to play. I found all like the worst enforcers that you could find, and and started this team up. One of the guys they hired had just got out of a six year stint in the penitentiary. Who had like who had like lost half his finger playing hockey growing up, tons of broken bones and shit. And so they go out for their like their first game. They're standing out there, and somebody comes up to the ice to that dude who just got out of the penitentiary. Like handed him a phone. He's like, "What the fuck is that?" Through the national anthem, that's when he hands him a phone. He's like, "What?" They're like, and so the dude like the mob boss was like holding his phone up, waving it at him. He's like, "Hello." He's like, when they drop the puck, 
beat the fuck out of the first guy you're with. <laughs> so as soon as they drop the puck, he threw his fucking gloves down and just <laughs> beat the ever-loving shit out of this dude. Broke nose, blood running everywhere. And it just follows, like, the whole thing. Holy shit. It, it's just, the thing was, they were hiring these guys and, like, paying on their salary. But they were, I told the guy, like, we're going to sign you to a contract, you know, for, like, $1.5 million. No minor league player gets, you know, he's like, but I'm going to pay you in cash. Like, yeah, we, I know you'll pay me in cash. Like, no, I'm actually going to pay you in cash. So they have, like, their on-the-book salary to meet the salary cap. And they, like, bring duffel bags full of cash to these players. Fuck. And they they get four or five checks a week from all the other businesses. This guy had. he was he was just funneling money through the team. He was he was yeah. laundering this money yeah. through the hockey team, from all these other businesses. And then you know, most minor league players live like in a, a, a apartment, like a, a studio flat apartment. Now, he bought out an entire like subdivision with like mansions in them and put all the players in these big fucking mansions. It's the craziest shit. Uh, untold crimes and penalties. You need, I think maybe called high, high crimes and penalties. You need to watch it. It's really good. Yeah. It's really sure. well made. Um, let's see here. Much has on my internet. Did that airport. And then an airport gun did that. Um, Oh, the, um, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell trials going on. I haven't heard anything about it much. Well, they're, they're keeping it quiet. They had the uh, the pilot for the Lolita Express in the stand. He went to naming names. Did you see that? Uh, he dead yet? No, not yet. But Bill Clinton came up. Bill Gates came up. A couple senators came up. I mean, anybody knew? I mean, they knew those guys were. Yeah, but I mean, these guys. This guy confirmed it though. Uh, I think they got like the. Um, they got the logs, like the the log books, put into evidence and everything. So it's it's official now. Um, yeah, it's going to be crazy for sure. Now, has she been on the stand yet? I don't think so. So they're not giving out a lot of information. Usually, like dig try to find anything about it. Like one of the one of the biggest trials, of course. But you have to dig to find anything about it's. It's like a two minute blurb on the news every night. Wow! Not allowed any cameras in there. No recording. You know, it's all done through sketch artists. Now, are they letting people go in? I don't know. Probably not. So, I mean, it's it's just, you know, we had to talk about the Rittenhouse trial for six damn weeks, but something like this, so we need to keep this shit hush-hush, mm-hmm. you know? I'm like, shit, we all know what they did. We're going to let them skate, though. Horse shit. That's pretty crazy, man. Yeah. The whole deal with all the people, I mean, you know. World leaders and stuff, man. That oh, he named Prince Andrew too. He he named him out there. That dude was shit, man. Like up front, like when he first started getting, you know, when the Queen was even all like shaking a finger at him, and didn't she take him off his? Off she canceled his birthday party. She was going to have for him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, mom, no birthday for you. You've yeah. been a bad, bad boy. You've yeah. been raping little thirteen-year-old girls. No birthday party for you. Fucking horse shit. I swear. Why did they throw him out of the family? Isn't that what one of us would do? Is we found out somebody that in our family had been diddling a 12-year-old, would not disown their asses forever? Yeah, that'd be a beating first. Am I alone here? Am, <laughs> am I the crazy one? I mean, it's just... That's, I know. It. It's just full-blown nuts. Clown world. Let's take a break.
Hey, you joke about that. He and I think we may be cousins. Whoa. Have you told this story? No. <laughs> there ain't no loving like cousin loving, let me tell you. I know from experience. Yeah, so. Like, Hi, er- welcome back to the Angus Show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in loving like cousin loving. I'm from Alabama. So, I mean, it, it's your dad, right, that that picked up, or we, we think that might be in the same area growing up With that, your, that my family kind of grew up in. Your mom's side of the family. Uh-huh. Stop doing That's a horrible angle on the video. <laughs> it's a horrible angle. Last time you did it, I was like, geez, that's nice. There we go. <laughs> oh, so I was looking through... Um, Like, uh, I got on a kick this week of watching, like, Conviction. What up, Convictions? Uh, sentencing videos. Like, when a judge is going to sentence somebody to prison or whatever. I saw one where this woman had, like, uh, had a deep, had got drunk and hit a woman and her kid and killed them. And then hit another woman and messed her up so bad she won't really walk right for the rest of her life, like messed her leg up or something. She's drunk driving? Drunk driving. Jeez. And so the, um, her, she got found guilty of vehicular manslaughter or whatever it was. And the defense was asking for maybe 15 years. And, and the, and the prosecution was asking, I think like for 25 or 30 years. And the judge is like, Neither one of these are good enough. And she sent it, the judge sentenced her to the rest of her natural life. So life without parole. Whoa. Put her away. 32-year-old woman. Wow. And so I went down this rabbit hole of watching these videos. And she did, did they did they show the, the person who's getting sentenced in the whole, I mean, they kind of give the whole courtroom scene or mm-hmm. whatever. Did she just have a come apart? Oh, she said that she was sitting in her seat with her head down the whole time. You know, she knew that she was going to jail. It was a matter of how long she was going to how long she was going to wow. go. And they let like the um, the lady who who she hit and and lived. She got up and gave like a, a victim statement, a yeah. victim impact statement. You know, and she's like, "You know, I'm gonna have to remember you for the rest of my life every time I stand up to do anything." Because well, I like can't one time thing. Drunk driving one time thing with this lady? Oh, I don't know. Okay, so we I'm don't not know sure. any. Well, I don't history. know what her history was. Okay. She may have had prior convictions for all I know. Okay. Still. Yeah. I mean you you end two lives and really and ruin another one. I mean, yeah. I, I got no problem with that with that sentencing. I mean, you got what you got. Um but I landed on this one. A dude's name was Steven Sanderson. S-A-N-D-I-S-O-N. Sanderson. All right. He was already in prison for who knows what. Apparently, he had a pretty long rap sheet. But they brought in a new cellmate for him. And this dude had got convicted of child molestation. Okay? And so the guards come by the next morning, and the child molester is dead. And Steven is sitting there with his bags packed. You know, what's going on? He's like, I killed him. So I'll go ahead and take me to the segregation or hole or whatever you want to call it. I'm ready to go. And so like, they brought in like an investigator to talk to him. So I'll tell you exactly how I did it. This is how I did it. 
The guy <laughs> wanted the guy wanted to clear his conscience with with me. I told him I didn't want to hear it. He just kept on talking, so um, I punched him. And I took his shoestrings off the, off of his shoes and tied them together, and I strangled him to death. Oh wow! And I, I'm not. I don't. You know, I'm I'm fine with it. Just stone faced. You know, they brought him in. They took him to court for murder. You know, of course. And the judge is like, well, you know, he was, he was, I don't know what's going through your mind. He's like, I'll tell you what's going through my mind. He said, the guy, I'm going to kill this the, the, the guy was wanting to confess his, his things, his, his uh, problems to me, and I didn't want to hear confession. it. Do what? I said, imagine that confession. Yeah. He, he's a, he's a, he wouldn't shut up, so mm-hmm. I decided to shut him up. I'm not sorry, so do whatever you want to to me. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I did it. I mean, did she just like re- reduce his other sentence <laughs> or some shit? Should they give it a round of applause if you ask me? You know, it's one less scumbag on the earth. What what I, what what she do to it? Now they sentenced him to another for, I mean, murder. Yeah. He pled guilty. He, he admitted to it. You know, what and, was but, he in for in the first place? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't even look. I was just I, just the way he was just stone cold. Didn't give a shit. Straight up, it's like, yep, I did it, and I'll, I'll I would do it again. I got a, can I tell a story about Please. something? Please, yes. Okay. So one of my employees um, had a younger brother, and at 17, he was driving and texting and got in a wreck, and he killed somebody. So he got sentenced. I mean, he went to prison, and... You know, it was, it was so bad that the, the parents were paying the um, the guards to take care of them, you know, keep them safe and protected. Um, so I don't, I'm not sure how many years the kid did, um, her brother did, um, but two years ago, he, he got out and um, multiple drug issues um, because he was injured, he had a head, head injury. Um, so they think that also because of the head injury, he, then he developed like, um, some mental issues. Okay. Definitely depression. Um, but, um, um, some other mental issues. So, um, <clears throat> about a, one year ago, he, um, they found him outside um, he was going out to his car and, and they're not sure exactly what happened, but you know, he, he, um, you know, he's, he died. Uh, they don't know if it was drug overdose or, um, you know what? I never got into all the details of it. The kid was, you know, gosh, you know, 20, not even 25 years old. I think was probably about the time span of, of this event. And, you know, you just think of how one moment, one choice, completely change your life so drastically and um you know just I I don't know I just was sharing that because it just impacted me and you know heard saw her what her and her family went through you know because of texting and driving and then you think drunk driving yeah under the influence you know I said we all make stupid decisions every now and then and you know sometimes there's huge consequences to that but yeah man like Oh no! Yeah, it's it's this um, is like so. I'm surprised at how many, you know, honestly, less accidents there are from that. 
Yeah. You know, because you think about how many people are staring at their phone while they're behind the wheel versus how many people drink and get behind the wheel. Yeah. And it's staggering. Or both. Like, or, yeah, or both. But, I mean, there's every time I go buy somebody in a car. Yep. The, it, I, like, it looks like. Like, how do you recover from that? What, being in jail? Or, or killing that, somebody? Like that or? situation. Yeah, it's. You, um, know, cause, you know, we were talking about last time I was here, we were talking about mental health, you know, and stuff. Anyway, I don't want to go down that road. But like, no, it, takes I mean, a, it, talk, it takes a lot of rehabilitation, and yeah. you don't get that in American jails. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. I worked, yeah, yeah. In, I worked at county, the county jail here. Really? For for about ten weeks, and if I could have wow. worked, if I could have just worked overnight, I'd have been fine. Mm-hmm. We worked swing shift, where you worked a month on days and a month on nights. Um, and the crew that I had, we were all had like our own squads that you always worked with. My crew was pretty good, and we had we had the inmates over a weekend. Everybody would be calm, mm. be good. And then we'd be off for two days, and we'd come back, and it would be shit stirred up all over again. Because mm. the other two crews love just to cause problems. Did you watch that documentary? Was it on where they they, they put a person in? Was it talking about 60 Days In, the yeah. series? Yeah, I've watched it. Golly. Yeah. And then you're talking about the prison system. I mean, I, I watched that whole thing. Like, I would binge watch it, I think, probably during COVID. I was like, I didn't turn it off 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, gotta watch another one, you know? Well, did you watch the one, that, the series, the season they did in Etowah County? No, I don't guess they I They did a whole season, like season six, I think, is in Etowah County, Alabama. <clears throat> I didn't say that. Oh, man. And we talk about, a like he said, broken system. Mm. Like, Oh, there's no there, rehabilitation going on. No, there's... It was just especially drug addiction, at, and it was just more level. abuse and more of... It's just beat down after beat down. Yeah, yeah. it was crazy. Like, so, I yeah. was like, I couldn't turn that thing off. Yeah. Well, the one I, the county jail I worked in uh, was in the next county over here. Um, and we had the usual suspects, who are usually low-level guys who've been in there a million times... For the same bullshit, yep. mostly meth, you know, mm-hmm. or getting caught with a joint in their pocket, which is two ends of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, the pot guy usually in there, usually because he can't afford bail, you know, which is a whole nother mm-hmm. can of worms you could open up about mm-hmm. bail systems. Um, we had uh, at least two guys I know of that had murdered somebody. Uh, one of them had cut up his mom with a garden hoe on Mother's Day. Oh, Moses. Model inmate. Really? Yes, sir. No, sir. Uh, Multiple personality uh, disorder? No, I think he was like on PCP or something. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, well, that might, yeah. You know. Um, he, uh, he, <laughs> when I got there, he was in segregation, solitary. Mm-hmm. And, um, before I started working there, somebody had started some shit with him. And in the morning, we'd take him like a bucket of water and a mop so they can kind of clean clean up their area and everything. And somebody had started some shit the night before. He saw the opportunity to break that mop handle. He had a mistake. About to go do some work on somebody. And look, they got him stopped Jeez. before he got in there. They put him in segregation then. Was that like kind of the weirdest thing you saw or dealt with? No. The weirdest thing I saw. 
it, it bring in mental, mental patients sometimes from the state mental hospital. Uh-huh. Um, and they would just have them pumped full of drugs to keep them from losing their shit. That was really depressing to see that. Mm. Um, but this, the, the guy who did the mop panel thing, mm. he had been put in segregation for 90 days. And so his time was coming up to By get himself out. for 90 days. Yep. Had his own cell. Can you imagine? Oh, he loved it. Oh, he's like, I just think that's like the worst. Because his time ran out when I was there. Mm. And that morning they said, Wood, you need to go get him out. I ain't going to call his name. That's it's his privacy. Um, so I went up there and I unlocked his door. And when I went to unlock the door, he stood up. Morning, Officer Wood. Morning. I said, um, your time's up to come out of segregation. He said, do I have to? I said, well, your time's up. He said, I really don't want to go back to a pod. Wow. I said, come out of the cell. He goes, do I have to? I said, come out of the cell. He goes, no. I said, all right. So I wrote him up. <laughs> so he's in there another 90 days. I wrote him up days. for 30 more days. 30 more days. <laughs> for not following orders. Yeah. And he, he, he kind of caught on to what I was doing, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so I wrote him up for 30 more days for not following orders. And he was happy as good. Now, he had, he had one day. Because the segregation guys, you had to let them out one at a time to do their showers. You gave them 30 minutes to get a shower mm-hmm. and, and brush their teeth. Well, they, had, they had a sink and everything. They had like the actual shower and sink and everything downstairs. And um, I, one morning, I started at the bottom, and then do the top. And the next day, I had to start at the top, and then do the bottom. You know, yeah. I, I, I was stern but fair. <laughs> I was trying to let everybody get a chance. And so uh, one morning, I went up there, and he wasn't very talkative. He was, I said, good morning, mister. He said, morning, which wasn't him at all. He used to say, you know, how was your night, or this or that. And so uh, I was... I was sitting in the tower, and I saw him finishing up. He always come over to the window and raise his hand up. Mm-hmm. He never took longer than he had to. A lot of them would want to piddle around and bullshit to get out of the cell sure. for a while. And so that morning, he went over and raised his hand, and I went out of the tower and went in there, and we were going up to the to his cell. He was sitting on the very top cell on the very far end. He was like one of the last ones. And uh, when we went up there, I said, hang on a second. I said, is everything okay? He looked up, and he just had tears rolling down his face. So what's going on? He said, man, my daughter won't talk to me no more. And I can't talk to my grandkids. And he said, I, I just don't, I don't, I was like, look, there ain't no reason for you to sit up in this, in this cell and just beat yourself up thinking about that. I said, I don't know about these other officers, but if you ever need to just talk for a second, yeah. I said, let me know. There's no reason to sit in this cell and hurt yourself or hurt somebody else over some stuff you can talk out. Yeah. And he would always, if he had something to say, he'd because a lot of times we wouldn't even open the door. We were going through doing count or something. He would just like do this. And I put my ear up to the door. I could hear him through the crack, you know, we would talk that way. Um, but a lot of the, a lot of the officers that were there were just there on a power trip. And it seems to attract that kind of personality. You know, just say that, that show that, that guy that ran that facility, he was really trying to clean it up. And that, you know, like, I'm going to watch it all the way to the end. I mean, and just everything that they uncovered. And those people like, would you volunteer to go? I'm just wondering, would you volunteer to go and be in jail? It would depend on how much I was getting paid. <laughs> like, that was some shit. Like, I don't I don't know if I could do that. I don't, have you? Did you see it? Did you ever it. watch it? Uh, yeah. Did you see that? 
If I'd go in there, I'd want them to come up with my own story because I mean, the stories the, they give half these kids in, make no sense. They go sense. in and and you know they have a, a story. They prep up. They prepped them all. You know, as far as this is, you know, you're whatever busted for drugs, and it was women and it was men, and um. Like I'm trying to think, some like made it like all the way through the full time. Like I don't know how they did it. Some one guy like went right into like he was just a was a weird weird dude. But he ended up in isolation and he wanted to stay in isolation. It's yeah, funny you said. A, do you remember that? Yeah, he was a weirdo. But like you know, they did two seasons in Fulton County Jail in Atlanta. Have you seen those? I don't guess so. One I, of the guys. I need to watch it because I watched that one season. I was like, dang. I think that was the first season you watched. Yeah. I think it was in, in either Ohio or Kentucky one. Yeah. Louisville, Cincinnati, but somewhere it, around there. I mean, and it was just crazy how they were getting drugs in there and everything that was going on and how the, the officers were in. I involved mean, they were in involved. Yeah. Like, it was just. Yeah, but anyway, that was. The one they did in Fulton County was crazy. They had a guy named Nate who, like killed himself first part of this year he was a, a marine iraq and afghanistan vet he went to fulton county and like over the process of like two weeks got a lot of respect from like the bloods and the crips that were in there like they were like sticking up for him and shit <laughs> and um so it's getting close to the end of the 60 days you know and he was cruising along they brought him in there because he had found out all this information about where they were, he ended up having to smoke weed with one of the guys in his cell because he didn't want to look like a, like a rat, you know, smoking weed out of a toilet, turned toilet into a bong, you know. Oh shit! And it was like it was like synthetic how they weed too. Established the hierarchy. What's you that? Know, how they established like the hierarchy? And the pod bosses and everything. Yeah, yeah. like it, it was like I mean, it's kind of like animals. Yeah, you know, it's very much like very alpha uh, beta. Yeah, you, you, the pecking order. And the yeah the 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 food and the money how they not money but how they. Gamble. Traded. Yeah. Traded and gambled and stuff. Like, yeah. And it was just, yeah, I was just like, oh, I don't know. It's kind yeah. of very interesting. Oh, for to, sure. It's like a different, it's like a counterculture, like their own little culture they have. Yeah. And that's our prison system. But Nate, yeah. he was in there in Atlanta doing his time, his time. And he got to the end of his 60 days, like close to the end. They're like, man, you've done a great job. You, you found out a lot of information for us. You know, he's like, oh, nope, nope. That's what I was here to do. Would you want to do 60 more days? <laughs> he's like, let me think about it. So the next morning, he's like, son of a bitch, I'm in. So he did 120 oh days. Oh, my gosh. He did four months in Fulton County Jail in Atlanta. Whoa. <laughs> I was like, only person's ever done it. They ever offered it to. Uh, but the one down in, in Etowah County, that sheriff was the one who got popped. Um for something in the Atlanta, not Atlanta, something in the Alabama law mm. that any money that's not spent in the prison, the sheriff gets to keep. Oh, fuck. So he was like barely feeding the prisoners and shit, like giving them like bare minimum shit and then like sucking this money away all these years. Went into an investigation and they elected a new, a new sheriff. The sheriff got there. The jail hadn't been shook down in three years. And so his first day, they went there to shake the jail down. They came out with a literal ton of contraband. 2,000 pounds of shanks, drugs, uh, porn, phones, just, uh, all every, phones everything. Dang. They had a room full of contraband. Wow. All right, I, gotta, I have to say this. Okay. 
So on one of my online dating apps. Oh, boy. I swear to God, there was a guy. Don't do it. That was an inmate. <laughs> All Dang. white t-shirt. I was getting ready to swipe right. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> she wanted white, the bad boy. <laughs> white, white shorts. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's in jail, and he's on an <laughs> online dating app. Swear to God. I, I don't know. I don't know how they got they got a phone, I guess, apparently. Yeah. You can have an online dating app while you're in prison. That's right. Lovebirds.com. Conjugal.com. I like how yours better. Conjugal.com. I'll never forget that. I took a screenshot of that, too. I've got to go back and look at my <laughs> history. I know I sent that to my good friend because um, she was online dating, too. And uh, I have to go back and find that. If I find that, I'm gonna send, I'm, I'll send it to the... Please do. group chat. Yeah, I, I, I know it. I screenshotted that shit because I was like, oh, it's a prisoner. A girl I went to high school with, her daughter was doing a school project, had have a picture of like her mom and her dad. The only picture she had of her dad was this mugshot. Oh, what? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> my friend's like, look what, look what my daughter did for her school project. <laughs> Damn. Your kids got no chill. Damn. You better be involved in your kids' homework. That's the lesson right there. Yeah. Um, Oh, speaking of dating apps, I got into a conversation. What's more important, looks or game? What does a game mean? What do you mean by game? Like your ability to talk and bullshit, personality. Why are you tapping your can for? I don't know. Put your hands down. Hands on the table, flat down. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not a good-looking guy, but I did all right when I was dating. Yeah. I could talk enough bullshit to get by. So are, are looks everything? No. I think it's got to be a combination. For me, it's a con- it was a combination. I was like at 90-10 best with much of a combination there. Oh, I went on all game. That's all I had. Because <laughs> this, this ain't going to cut it. Well, with the online, I mean, it's it's got it before you even get too yeah. far. It's all physical. Yeah. You know, you're just like, oh, for well, sure. okay, okay. Yeah. And then, but once you start talking to somebody, you you know pretty quick. It's quick, yeah. I would think. I mean, it is for me. I mean, I, I, I always knew pretty quick. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's. A, I mean, that was the same thing. I mean, you're, you're seeing pictures. You know, and then they have these little write-ups, and you're like, oh, all right, you know, that that, that sounds interesting. Um, but then once you, you know, finally meet them, I mean, there's got to be some kind of intellectual, you know, attraction. Yeah. You know, I mean, like if he's, I don't mean anything bad, but, you know, I don't give a shit about video games. If all he does is play video games, I'm be like, yeah, no, that's, this is not well, People not have many layers. There's Yeah. That's what Tink always said. She says she was glad I was able to talk about history. That's what got her. See? Yeah, yeah. you're going to find a common interest and then go from there. But there speaking of no, video games. No common interest. Tink did get me a new Oculus for my birthday. God. My arms are still rubber right now. Really? They are hurting so bad. Did you see that TikTok that I sent? Yeah. <laughs> I thought of you. I was like, I could totally see him doing that. <laughs> no, she decided the other night that she wanted to try that racquetball game I've been playing. Oh, okay. And she damn near took out the bookcase in the living room. Nice. I mean, I don't know how she didn't hit <laughs> That's it. so funny. But the game is made where you can stand in one place to play the racquetball. Mm-hmm. You know? Because the ball, the ball, like, it's like you're in a dome. So the ball can like, come around back to you or whatever. No, no, no. 
Now she was like swinging wildly, like hang the fuck on. You don't, you don't have to do that, Serena. <laughs> Serena. So does it have? Does it have uh, ear? Yeah, pieces too. That- there's there's speakers that band that goes around the side. There's uh-huh. speakers in that, but you, you, I've also got earbuds you can plug into it. You know. Um, so they, what all what all games do you have? So I know you've got the boxing one. Yeah, I got the boxing now one. Now you have. I've got, I've got racket that racquetball one, and I've got uh, one called Pistol Whip. Is which that? is, you ever watch John Wick? Yeah, it's like playing through a John Wick movie. Oh wow! So cool. like you're moving like on a rail, like it's moving you automatically through the game. But you, and it's it's supposed to be like a rhythm game. There's music playing, and supposedly the gunshots are supposed to go along with the music. Mm. Um, but you have to like when they shoot at you, the bullets kind of go slow. So you have to like you can like dodge them, and then and you can like shoot. It's it's crazy because you have to. And there's like pillars in the in the area you're walking toward. So you have to like move side to side to go around these pillars, and there are like ledges that you have to duck under. Hmm. Um, so are you and Tink really competitive? Yeah, <laughs> especially her. Really? Me, I'm just like oh, I like her already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she's something else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm like, ah, if I win, if I win, you know, great. If if not, oh well. But like her, she always she wants. wants to whoop to, she's, your ass. she's she's a table flipper. Okay. It comes table to board games, flipper. you know, she starts losing. She just flips the table over. What? You know? Oh yeah, dude, you've got no idea. And so, I played pistol whip with one for about an hour before I went to bed. I got up that that evening, and I remembered that I had glutes because. <laughs> On, on one of these levels, I, had, I probably did thirty body squats like in, in the matter matter of like four minutes. It was the length of a song as long as the level is. So I'm like ducking and dodging and stuff. And next, I woke up and eating my ass is like, "Hey, remember us?" Oh, dude, back up! Oh, right where my thighs meet my ass, it was on fire. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, the, let me tell. Can I tell the story on? Please go ahead. What story are you going to tell? Which story you think I'm going to tell? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. He's sweating, though, so. Well, so he got an early birthday present. Oh. Oh, you going to tell him about that? Cornhole. Oh. oh. <laughs> cornhole, she said. <laughs> so, got him a real cornhole set, yeah. like, and that was kind of also for me, too, but it was like a joint kind of birthday thing, but I can Happy it birthday too. to me. There you go. <laughs> It's kind of like giving her lingerie. Like, yeah. <laughs> You'll love this. Yeah. Put it on. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. So we were playing um, Sunday? Last week. Sunday. Yeah. And, you know, I was smiley. He was chatty. So it was a Sunday fun day for sure. You know. The two newest dwarfs, smiley and chatty. <laughs> you know, just having a good time throwing. And I don't know. He was, he was, he was ahead most of the time. And then, um, I don't know. All of a sudden, he's just like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing with my left hand." I was like, oh, "So, cocky. so, do y'all? Did you have record players?" Yeah. So got one now. In that moment that he said this, I'm throwing with my left hand. It was like you remember when the the needle hits Scratch. the record and it just goes. <laughs> I swear to God, that's what went on in my mind. <laughs> Motherfucker, what? Like he's throwing with this left. Don't his left hand. It was just like, I think I got like hot and like dizzy too because I was so irritated about it. 
So anyway, yeah. He was thrown with his left hand. He still beat me. <laughs> Pulled out the old switcheroo. <laughs> and it was so casual. He was just so, you know, oh, hey, by the way, I'm thrown with my left hand. I even tried my best. <laughs> Fuck you. God, even, like, so yeah, that was the that was our our cornhole game, our Sunday fun day. Uh-huh. You still beat me. We were we were having fun. We were we yeah. were we were we were, we were having fun. fun. Yeah, but that just was like there's a lot of grinning going on right now. I don't I don't, I don't, I don't like <laughs> kind of uncomfortable right now. I don't like to lose. But Who fun. likes to lose? I think there's some people that just could care less. Oh, I, I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't enjoy losing, but if I lose, like I don't care. It's just like kind of whatever, you yeah. know. But you answer some questions from the internet. Mm, let's go. Would you rather know the lyrics to every song ever or get five thousand dollars? That question. What the, what the fucking five money? Grand. Yeah, yeah. Shit. yeah. That's five grand. Money. Some of these are. Some of them are really good. You know how many really... shitty songs there are? <laughs> yeah. oh. Somebody once oh. told me the world was going to roll me. There you go, Massa. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Like, Margarina. I, the, the one I asked Massa out here one night was, would you rather uh, hear All Star by Smash Mouth every time you come or come every time you hear All Star by Smash Mouth? So that's what I was just singing. Oh. So. <laughs> Which did she pick? She she picked that she rather come every time she hears it. I'm oh, like, okay. no, because you're going to be at a mall and that shit's going to come on or some shit. <laughs> Bonus. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather get pegged by Randy Johnson, the big unit, by Randy Johnson's fastball in the ribs, hit by Ray Lewis coming across the middle, linebacker? I don't know if you do Ray Lewis or, or not, or punched in the face by Floyd Mayweather. Fastball. I'd probably take the fastball from fastball. Johnson. You want a yeah. you want broken ribs or you want CTE? That's what. That's yeah, what yeah. I'm yeah. <laughs> taking the fastball. The I'll get beamed. Yeah, I'd probably take the Floyd Floyd hit. You take the punch by Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, he's not nearly as big as them other dudes. Oh, he's a little guy too. Yeah, he's got fragile hands now. Fuck you, Floyd. <laughs> fragile hands. <laughs> Spirit bird. <gasps> oh, it didn't good. spill a it's drop. A good, it's a good thing I'm, oh, I'm, a, I'm about a, I'm taking your button away dead, after that. dead soldier right there. Would you rather sleep with a sexy midget or a below average regular girl? The midget. Are you asking me about a girl? Or a guy. Whatever you prefer. I hadn't asked your pronouns, so I didn't know which way you were going on that. Midget or regular girl? Oh, I'm, I'm definitely out on the midget, Kevin. I'm out. Judd? Read it again. <laughs> Would you rather have sex with a, a sexy midget or a below average regular person? Mm. Being a below average regular person myself, I'd probably do that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. What do you get? Where you at? Not, um, no midget. Oh, come on. So Man, my life's about making stories, and that would be a story. That'd be, I found the hottest chick ever, I... but she was a fucking midget, and I still did it. <laughs> well, look, you can't be selective. You look like this. You take what you can get. Ah. You take a 10, no matter what size it is. <laughs> what size it is. <laughs> Even if it's a miniature, you'll take it. Speaking of wearing a backpack. A <laughs> yeah. well, midget with a guy is kind of different than... Uh, I don't know, whatever. All right. So, Please fine. tell us. No, go ahead. It's like you're speaking from experience. I'm not. I've just 
Anyway. Would you rather be would you rather be the best looking person in the world or able to read minds? I think the mind reading thing is overrated. To hear thoughts. Do you is can you just something turn on and off? Or are you just hearing constant thoughts coming at you? That'd drive you yeah, mad. That'd drive you insane. Yeah. If you could pick and choose, man. Yeah, if I could just like Yeah. You know, yeah, if I could like focus on one person and do it, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't I think yeah, for sure that. What do you think? Our best looking person in the world. Me? Yeah, the best looking person or a mind reader. I kinda like the idea of mind reading. I do. Jig? I'm, I'm already the best person. <laughs> obvious, 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 obvious. I'm below average too. I'm the best looking person in the world. <laughs> also bipolar. <laughs> and bisexual. If the wolf's hungry, he's going to eat, right? That's right. That's it. Blood in the water. <laughs> Would you rather bang a bunch of models but nobody knows? Or not actually fuck them but have everyone think you did? And fuck everybody else. Give a shit. Try and get that body count up. <laughs> the body count. <laughs> oh yeah, man. I mean, I'm thinking probably probably go ahead and hit the models. Yeah, if I had to. Miss L- Miss Alabama, what do you think? Or or what? Either have actually, have sex with actually them, actually participate, or make or, or have people, people think, think you did. Well, yeah, I definitely participate. Yeah. Just like this. yeah, yeah, of course, sure. Um, I already forgot what the question was. Sorry, yeah. Good Agreed. God. No more beer for you tonight. Yeah, no, it's not that. My my short-term memory, but. Well, thanks, Acid. Yeah. yeah. It happens. That's what you tell Flo? Oh, boy. I don't know about this one. No. <laughs> your mom and dad have... Your, your mom and girlfriend... Have switched bodies. The only way to get them back to normal is to bang one of them. Which one do you pick? I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. He said, "Good luck." I'm out. Y'all sort it out. Yeah. No. Nope. It's, it's a that's, that's a lose lose situation. That's wrong. Yeah, that's just yeah. Mm-hmm. Looking for somebody new. <laughs> mm, I don't want to do that one. That's another. That's another no win. Yeah. All this, all these mom questions, man. It's it hits yeah. too close to home. Yeah. That's another mom question, but I won't read it anyway. Would you rather have to tell your mom everything sexual you've ever done, or have to show her your entire porn history? Well, I'm gonna give her the short history I have. So. I was thinking of my dad. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like that'd be that'd be it. He'd be he'd be good. This one's for you. Oh, great. Would you rather suck a dick for $50,000 or get 1000 for every one you suck? I'm not going to get money for either one, man. <laughs> <laughs> what the? Rather suck one dick and get fifty grand out of it uh-huh. or get a grant, get 1000 every time you suck one? Yeah, I'm, I'm out. Miss Alabama, this is here's one for you since since you're I'm just playing the fifth. <laughs> Give me that fifty thousand. <laughs> I can buy a lot of mouthwash, but you can't buy dignity. 
Doesn't matter. <laughs> that was gone a long time ago. Yep, forty nine grand in the bank, baby. <laughs> forty nine. <laughs> a thousand of mouthwash. Yeah, what you're doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. Or a tip. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. I guess. God, these are not very good ones. I had, I had some bangers to begin with. If you had one free throw, and if you make it, you get a million dollars. But if you miss it, you could never use the internet again. No, I ain't taking the shot. Wait, so say it one more time. You get... I have short-term memory issues Apparently, as well. it's in this room. Um, you get one free throw. Uh-huh. If you hit it, you get a million dollars. If you miss it, you can never use the internet again. The first one. You would take a shot at it? Yeah. I don't give a shit about the internet. <laughs> okay. That could be fine. I could be in like a house in the middle of nowhere. I just have to have running water. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree with that. You yeah. need some running water. Yeah, that's about it. Jig? A bathroom. Taking the shot. Man, I don't know. It's been a while since I held a basketball, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I'd, I'd check the hell out of that damn free throw. <laughs> There's no way I'd make dribble, it. Dribble, dribble, dribble. Dribble, dribble, dribble. Mm-hmm. Brick. <laughs> these, 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 these are... i got to pick middle of a stack. You want to go to the middle? <laughs> Would you rather have no music for the rest of your life or have it all sung by your significant other? <laughs> so when I want to listen to Tyler Childers, I have to get Tink to, to belt out Feathered Indians for me. <laughs> Instead of Hey Siri, it's, it's Hey Tink. <laughs> Play White House Road. <laughs> I, I would do <laughs> For the lady thing about Nancy? Yeah, I, I would do that just for the... Fun. Singing some battery, yeah. Like, hit me up on the, some of that demo. Give me some, give me some black metal. Which one do you want? No music or have it all have it all sung by your significant other? I mean, it'd pretty much be the same thing. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, no, I mean, just I mean, you know, I mean, because you, you're not really gonna be hearing much of anything. You're gonna either be laughing or or something. I mean, it's gonna be a joke after a minute. That's the beauty of it. But they have to do it. Okay. Great to be this. Demand her sing shit for me. Would you rather have your dick is your nose or your nose is your dick? I'm, I don't have to answer this one. <laughs> your your parts. Switch them out. <laughs> Old dick nose. Yeah, fuck that. It's like dick fingers from last week and I dick swear. arm. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of dick. The whole like human that. anatomy. <sighs> What was the one I read the other night when y'all were over here? If you had to, you had to choose one or the other. Have to, rather go back to colonial times or live in the year twenty twenty four hundred. So go back three hundred years or go forward three hundred years. I'd go back. Oh, I'd go forward. I think I said I'd go forward. Yeah, that's it, a colonial times was a rough time. It's like living on the frontier. It gets just all. Perspective. There's no running water. Shit. <laughs> you want to go find I, I a spring somewhere? I don't like the way. I don't know. I don't. I don't like the way the future looks. Yeah, it's it's colonial yeah, times we, were a, a simpler time, uh-huh. but it's because everybody still thought, you know, that that 
you know, if you slept with the window open, a demon was going to grab you. And everybody died at 30. So. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. You know, rather than that, that's not really true. Well, you know, I always heard that. Much shorter lifespan, well, though, back then. Average. But it's because of the high mortality, mortality right. infant rate. People died. So when kids of, died young, it lowered the average down. Yeah, there were some people back in the day, you know, who lived in their 80s, which was still rare, but still, that's a heck of a feat. Jeez. I'm going to pull one from the middle. Pull one from the middle. I get my pig sausage fingers in there. It's gross. How much, and this is a legitimate question because we might be able to do a GoFundMe. How much money would it take for you to streak on the field at an NFL game? Bare ass. Wow, um, you know you're getting arrested too. Yeah, I so mean you, it'd be significant. It'd be it'd be quite a bit. Yeah, it'd be life changing. Million, or yeah, sure, why not? or less. That was no, you were gonna say? No, I mean, I, I would definitely. I mean, I think that'd be life. I think that'd be, you know, it'd be a good place to start anyway. I don't think, man. I would. I would even consider it really for for less than a quarter million. Oh, for sure. Yeah, just for the embarrassment and the. Legal money you're going to need. Yeah, you're looking at decent exposure charges at that at that point. Yeah, I mean it, it'd be significant. I mean after you whittle all everything down, I mean you know you're going to be left. I with bet though, grand. once they saw the videos all on social media, you'd make a shit ton more money though. That's what I'm thinking. Like I'd like go for a half Damn. million, and then I'd be like, yeah, the videos would be all over the beat. Be like, go fund me. All kinds of money keep coming in. So I'd do it if it I would... could do it in Detroit because nobody would be at the game. <laughs> <laughs> All that shade being thrown in here. Well, I saw that Birmingham's, they're getting all the USFL games. Have you seen that? So, remember, what does my life consist of? Oh, yeah. A 15 and a 17-year-old? Yeah. So, you're going to have to, like, like. Okay. And The USFL, they're bringing it back, which is like the United States Football League. Uh, It was back in, like, the early 80s, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, They're reviving it for spring football. And uh, they're going to have eight teams. Eight of the original teams. It's like uh, Tampa Bay, New Orleans, Birmingham, and Houston. And then like Pittsburgh, Detroit, uh, Boston, and maybe New Jersey. Um, there will be eight teams in Northern and Southern Division, but they're going to play every game in Birmingham the first season. I know that. Wow. And the city, I think the city's going to pay for the apartments for the players live in, like $4.6 million. It's awful nice of them. Yeah. yeah. The the new uh, stadium down there for UAB is, like, amazing. My my good friend, well, my best friend's son plays for the um, Thompson High School 7A. Uh, well, I saw you at the game of the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they won, you know, and we were right down there. Was it Perspective Stadium? God, I can't think of the, the new name of it, but anyway, it's amazing. It's like they've they've just really revitalized that area. I mean, there's it's right next to all these restaurants and it's huge parking deck. So all you do is park and you just literally rock, walk right into this the stadium. But this the UAB stadium down there is just what's well, good. They did that because USB uh, UBA just lost their football team a few years back. Mm-hmm. And it's good that they're actually investing in the team now. They yeah. got it back. This is this really is really. Could you very imagine nice. going to a seven A school? God, I couldn't. Jeez, go to a college. It's huge. It's huge. It's massive. I mean, we got a did you a six A school here next to us? Five A four. No, no, I'm talking about the one in the next county over. Oh, at the yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, did that's one of the um, bigger schools in the, in the state. 
Yeah, I think it's six. Yeah. Remember when MTV was doing those um, shows on the yeah, Hoover and all that? Yeah, and then West Monroe. I was I was teaching at West Monroe, um, in Monroe, Louisiana. They were on there. Hoover. Anyway, Thompson beat Hoover. Well, anyway, Thompson's been you know three years in a row state wow. championships. But the recruiting and stuff that goes on. I bet it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Especially they now, put those kids up. I mean, with all the NL, the NIL stuff, mm-hmm. you seen that name, image, and likeness. Uh, now college players can get paid to like promote a car lot, or I think uh, that Rattler kid who was a quarterback at Oklahoma before the season, he signed a deal with Dodge and got got, got a a, cha- a Charger and another car from him. Wow. So, so college players now can get endorsements and get paid. Uh, and didn't Bryce Young got a pretty good chunk, didn't he? I think he did. Yeah. But that Rattler kid didn't even pan out. So I think this is the first year they're doing it. So they're seeing now maybe give money to kids who have proved themselves instead of just dumping it all into the big programs. There's a lot of great players who are in small programs that should be getting more recognition, but they, they really don't because they're in a smaller program. Look at Cincinnati this year. They're in the playoffs. You're Mississippi junior football. Oh, yeah, for sure. Junior college? Yes. Will they filter into the junior colleges and get them ready to move on to D1? Like, it's a it's a huge, it's not a racket, kind of is a racket. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just, a lot of those are guys who had problems at D1 schools and right. have to go get their shit sorted out. They don't have the grades, yep. you know, but those, those big schools are involved in, in all of that. Yeah, you know, pipeline school. I'm getting, getting them ready. Anything else tonight? I'm good. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for... Thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, come back. You don't have to. You don't have to ask next time you're going to come. <laughs> Just come on. I'm not going to say no. You can't bring her. All right. Well, thank you. No problem. Thank y'all for coming. You gonna push my button one more time? Check out the big brain on Brad. That's the one you wanted. That's not it. Okay. There we go. There you go. Now we can officially end the show. Oh, well, thank you very much for allowing that. <laughs> thank you all so much for listening to this episode of The Hango Show. Be sure to go by tripodbroadcasting.com to check out all the shows in the network. Also, be sure to check the show notes for deals from our sponsors like ebles.com, E-A-B-L-E-S, where you can save 15% on your next purchase of some premium CBD with the promo code Hango. Also, go by mydelta8.com. Harpoon, Jut, and Miss Alabama, I love all y'all. And I love all you out there for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.